everybody. Welcome back to our returning listeners and welcome if this is your first time listening. We're so happy to have you all with us today. Thank you for joining us for this 11th episode of the Lion Pridecast, a podcast created by the Lansing Unified School District 469 located in Lansing, Kansas. Right, and the purpose of this podcast is to inform our Lansing stakeholders, being our community members, students, and staff, about all things education. We are your hosts. I am Miles Aza, Director of Teaching and Learning in Lansing USD 469. And I am Sharon Burns, the Director of Communications and Marketing. Um, before we start, we want to send a special thank you to Mr. Blake Vigneri, who uh, he actually wears many hats for our district, and I've listed them out. I wrote them because he has so many job <laughs> titles. He's the Director of Percussion for the district. Our high school and middle school assistant band director, our auditorium technical technical director, <laughs> and now we're going to call him our podcast technical guru because he helped us get our equipment set up for this because we've had some sound issues. We well. have had some sound yeah. issues, so thanks, Blake. Um, and if the sound is terrible in this one, we will... Thanks, Blake. Thanks, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully that's not going to happen. I feel pretty good about things, but seriously, um, he really helped us out a lot, and I think that having somebody like him in our corner is only going to make us better, Sharon, because yes. I am not good at this technical I stuff. am not either, obviously. Yes. And he walked over in the rain to come help us. Without, I, yeah, so I'm coming Thank in the you, rain. Thank you, Blake, for walking in the From rain to school. come and help Sharon and I out. Okay. Uh, in honor of our School Board Appreciation Month, we would like to welcome the new USD 469 Board of Education President, Mr. Jeff Bolin, as our yes, guest Yes, our guest today. Woo, Thanks yeah. for having me here, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> You guys are always real lively, and I think it'll be fun. Yes. We'll do our very we'll best. We'll be kind. <laughs> um, and uh, if you're a listener, you know in the past we have done a cheese puff challenge, but uh, due to many people uh, bending the rules, uh, <coughs> Dalen. Dalen. <laughs> <laughs> we've had to get rid of it because, um, yeah, it, it's just it's a moving target at this point. So we're mm -hmm. going to give Dalen the uh, championship. And sorry, Jeff, no cheese puff challenge. I'm kind of disappointed in that. <laughs> I was really looking forward to that, but... Yeah. It's okay. We'll go on. We'll move on. Okay. I'm glad that you were taking it that way. I am a little disappointed. Why does Dalen get to win it then? Because didn't Martin go three for three? He did, but I threw, remember? Oh, but you know what? I'm a better thrower. Okay. I think Let's maybe Martin on. might yeah. get Forget it. Did I say anything? Jeff, uh, first question, pretty easy one. Um, I have to ask, have you listened to any of our podcasts? I haven't listened to a lot of them completely through. I've listened to bits and pieces of some of them, but I think after doing this one and getting involved i'll probably have to go back and listen to all of them all right yes okay good yes yes, yes. do you have it which ones did you listen to i listened to part of martin Altieri's, the new okay. middle school good one. principal and i'll also listen to part of becky jones yes also good good yeah. choice yeah yeah yes okay I mean, they're all great, but yes, thank you for <laughs> You chose a couple of really good ones there. Um, so Jeff, why don't we, we usually start with this. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and your connection to the district? We know you're board president, but tell us a little bit yep. about how you got to that point. Sure. I, uh, we actually just moved into the district in 2019, um, but I've been a lifelong resident of Leavenworth County. I actually grew up just north of Leavenworth, and I went to Pleasant Ridge, which is the Easton School District, for my whole life, K through 12. And I went the VoTech route out of school, went to North Central Kansas Technical College out in Beloit, Kansas, and did the heavy equipment program. Um, I knew from a young age, growing up, I grew up on a farm, and I loved being outside, loved running the equipment and everything else. Mm -hmm. So I knew that that's what I wanted to do, and so I pursued that route and never looked back. And 
once I was done with that, I moved back to Leavenworth and started my career with a local company here in town. And I've been with them for 21 years now. Okay. Kind of started at the bottom and moved my way up to management position there. And uh, my wife, and she works for the district now and have a middle schooler and a high schooler. And once they started here, that's when my wife got the job with the district office mm -hmm. here. And uh, I don't know, once, I've always been involved with community things. And mm -hmm. when we were living in the North End, I was actually on the volunteer fire department out there for about 16 years. And I served as treasurer of that board. And my family's always been involved with the community out there. And I felt the need to try to get involved here. Um, so that's why I decided to run for the board. And it was a long, grueling six months, <laughs> but luckily made it on the board. And, <laughs> Excited to be here and really excited to serve as president this year and hopefully help make a difference for everyone. Yeah, I know Amber talks about all the stuff you guys are involved with and volunteering, all the things she's coached in the past. But as far as volunteer positions, I think this is probably, I would venture to say, the most difficult one. That, yeah, yeah, this is definitely. Between uh, the two of you. Well, it kind of goes back a history on that is my dad actually served on the board out in Easton the whole time I was in school mm -hmm. he was on oh, okay. and he was board president out there for a long time and I didn't really come in with aspirations you know to be the president mm -hmm. and all that but I guess you could say I'm following the family tradition of yeah. being on the board even it though was, it's a different district. Your first yeah. meeting you were vice president right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I remember Amber's eyes and I saw her she's like because she was there that yeah, meeting. Yeah. Yeah she was there Yeah. and yeah we were all kind of shocked by the yeah. yeah. By the turn of events that yeah. day, but uh, I think it's it's a good thing, and I'm happy to be involved and excited yeah. about it. And like I said, it's probably something I didn't really think about the time commitment, but it is a lot of time. Mm -hmm. and, but it is it's worthwhile. I have learned that. Yeah. And it really feels good to be connected in that way when you go to the like the kids' basketball games and. Amber's the cheerleading sponsor, and my daughter cheers, and going to the high school and going to the middle school, and it really kind of opened my eyes just to, you know, take it all in, not just the game, but the whole environment. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Love that. Um, and but I do want to point out um, that Jeff is here as an individual board member, not speaking on behalf of the whole board. We want to make sure that's clear. Everything you're saying are from you as Jeff Bolin, the board member. So. Yeah. And we're hoping that this is uh, our plan is that this will be a yearly thing yes. um, of in January bringing the board president. So that's kind of yeah. something we're yeah. thinking about. We'll be just back this time next January. We're not going to scare you off. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Um, so, do you have any specific goals as president? I'd say just, you know, this is my starting my second year. Mm -hmm. And I think one goal I would have would just try to. Try to bring everybody together with, a com with the common goal mm -hmm. and make the kids the forefront of the conversations. Yes. And I know it's going to be a struggle. There's been a lot of back and forth and people against other people. But I think if we can all look back and focus and rethink of what the true goal is here, mm -hmm. then maybe we can all come to an agreement and try to find that middle ground and meet there. That's what I would really like to see happen by the time my term as president is over. Yeah. And I mean, with that also comes a unifying of the board in a way. Because mm -hmm. as you, I mean, 
everyone watches the meetings. You guys are there. Right. Um, there is a lot of votes, so you know, or, or four or three votes, or mm-hmm. five two, or either way. But uh, yeah, I just like to see everyone going for that common goal and yeah. making sure the kids are. At the I liked of that it. for the strategic planning meeting. I think that mm-hmm. was what was you know we had to going in the room and having us all sit down together. We had some disagreements, but everybody there was focused on the same thing, and you really exactly. felt that. And I think mm-hmm. that helped kind of opening. I thought that was a. I'm glad that that happened right now, the strategic planning stuff, and I wish more people were on it to have been exper- you know, experienced that, because we had board members in every room. Yeah, it really, it really was a good experience. I mean, mm-hmm. just like you said, with having the diversity of the teachers, students, community member, and the board all together mm-hmm. in the same room, and being able to have the same conversations mm-hmm. and try to come to the same common goal, right. we could do it in a small environment with a small group of people so that we know we can do it. Mm-hmm. We just need to come together as a large group and right. be able to do it. Right, love that, yeah. Yeah, unification's important. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up, yes. Sharon. You brought that up a few times. Right. And you know, I think no matter what happens, um, whether we see on, on the st- live stream at board meetings or whether things that we hear or whatever, I do feel pretty confident that best interest of students is really at the heart of a lot of of decisions Mm -hmm. and so if we can kind of like you said keep that in the forefront i think we have a higher chance of unifying so uh, kudos to you for bringing that Mm -hmm. and making it a goal um so let's go back you were talking about with amber working at the district office and your kids attending middle and high school are you concerned about the additional attention and pressure that that may put on them due to you being president did you get any of that when you were at easton i never did really growing up um I mean, obviously, you had the, you might have a disagreement with someone, or it was almost used more against me in a way than it was. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I mean, it didn't really affect my everyday life at school now. And but that was a lot smaller district. I mean, everybody knew everyone out there. You know, if yeah. you talk, if I was a sophomore and you were talking about someone in third grade, I mean, you knew the family. You knew everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the board was. You know, we all grew up together. Um, but I don't, I don't really see it being much of an issue. I know the last year there hasn't really been an issue that I know of. I know the kids, it hasn't really affected them any that I know of. Um, and I don't think me being president will really change that because I'm still just a member of the board. Right. Um, I can't, it's not like I can go in and make a decision on my own to right. change someone's life or change mm-hmm. someone's career. You know, it still takes a majority of the board to make a decision. And I would hope that me being up at the forefront and leading the meetings and trying to help, you know, organize everything, that that wouldn't affect it any more than just being a regular board member. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 It's good. I was worried you were going to be like, oh, life's been terrible for them. Yeah. It's yeah. the worst year of their lives. And you have some pretty cool kids, too. Yeah, come here I, to the I, district I, office, so we you know You do have some yeah. cool kids. You know, I, I feel like we hit the jackpot on our kids. We, yeah. you know, couldn't ask for any better kids. And yeah. I think they are the way yeah. they are because of you guys, though. Yeah. I mean, you, you can tell. I like to hope it has a little bit to do with me. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I'm sure my wife would say it's all her. But, uh, it's, <laughs> 50 minutes, right? right? Yeah. yeah. I'd, take 50, I'd take 60 40. You'll take 60 40. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 60 40. You're that Amber 60 40. You, uh, yeah. you got your 60. 
so at our January board meeting, uh, you set dates and topics for work sessions. Um, for our listeners who don't know what those are, those meetings um, allow the board to learn more about a specific topic related to the district. Um, examples would be listening to each classified director to hear about what each department does. We had one talk about goals, another to discuss special ed funding. So what do you think is the most valuable work session that you've attended? Um, when that stood out to you? Well, when I, looking back at the last year, I really enjoyed, and a lot of these weren't specific work sessions, they were kind of the onboarding process that was kind of new, the orientation of the board, and they, they followed into some of the work sessions, but getting the one-on-one -on -one with all the directors mm -hmm. and really seeing their day-to-day -day and their goals for the, their individual goals for their department for the district mm -hmm. that really stood out to me and it really helped us understand you know right the how the district worked and it just really helped us yeah. moving into the board as new members that oh, felt like we were yeah. almost two steps ahead you know yeah yeah I can tell you I was really nervous for mine <laughs> I, was, I gave it I was shaking I'm like put me first <laughs> you're nervous about these podcasts so I mean I, I, know, I can true. definitely see you it's true well, I was, yeah that. I enjoyed it that night. I remember doing that one yeah. with you guys. You're and all I, your element. That. <laughs> your element too. You're getting to talk about what you do. Um, yeah. And I really appreciate the questions that you all gave me and mm -hmm. some of the comments and, and things to think about. So um, I'm glad that you found those helpful. Yeah. Yeah, those. And I mean, I like, I've always been a numbers person. So like the budget stuff, I enjoyed that. Right. But, I mean, that's kind of my day to day. I work with a lot of numbers, always mm -hmm. budgeting, you know, in the construction field. And it's a day to day. Every day, you know, you're looking at the numbers. So, mm -hmm. I mean, to be able to correlate my daily life with this was right. really, really nice to be able to mesh the two together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our next question um, might be one of the tougher questions, but you know we've seen some um, at board meetings, uh, public comments. Um, you know I, I don't actually get involved too much in social media, but I can imagine that there's a lot out there of you know comments and and, and feelings, um, which is natural. But can you talk a little bit, there seems to be maybe some, some disconsent or some strife um, between the board and teachers and students at times with some things mm -hmm. that are going on. How do you think the current board can earn back the trust of teachers and students if people do feel that way? And it might not be a majority, but if there are people yeah. that feel that way, um, what are some things that you think as a board, especially now as the president, you can do to earn back that trust? Well, it's funny you mentioned the social media thing because I think this day and age from when we went to school is the social media rules everything mm -hmm. and a lot of the problem i feel or a lot of the issue is that we might have an agenda item or you know something might be known that is coming up at the board meeting well then you get on social media and there might be a rumor that it's about this or we're trying to do this or the board's trying to do this and it might not have anything to do with that agenda item, but mm -hmm. it starts the whole process and the ball rolling towards negativity or something. And I don't know if there's really any way to stop that per se, other than I would really like to see, I mean, we obviously get emails from people before the board meetings, mm -hmm. and it's not a whole lot, because um, usually the emails start after the big process of the social media and the, yeah. the whole idea of what might be coming, that's when the emails start. But I think if, if we can find a way to really get the staff and community involved on a more personal level, um, 
I think that would really help to where, to where everyone feels comfortable coming to a member, calling them, or even, like I said, I'm in a lot of the activities, and mm -hmm. I really don't have a whole lot of people come up and, you know, just to converse. I do have a few, but I was just going to ask mean, you I that. I mean, I want I want people to feel comfortable where, if they have a question, you know, come approach me. I'm that's, that's why I'm mm -hmm. there. You know, I'm. I've always thought I was pretty approachable. Uh, mm -hmm. My wife might say different you know, sometimes, <laughs> but you know. Uh, but I, I want everyone to feel comfortable coming to a board member if they have a question or a problem. And on the other side of that, I would like the board to know, you know, to feel comfortable having that person come to them and be able to give them the courtesy to hear them out and know that they're being heard. Because I think that's a big thing. It's as of late, it seems like some staff or community feel like they've emailed or they've spoke with someone, but they're still not being heard. They're being ignored. And I, I mean, that could be. I'm not really sure what to say to that, other than I've always been a person to go straight to the source. You know, so if I heard something. I mean, have the decency to come speak to me face to face or call me on the phone. I've, I graduated in 2000 and in Easton, we didn't have all the technology, you know. Um, so, like the emails and everything, I'm more of a face to face person. And I think it means a lot as a board member and as a staff member or community member to, <clears throat> it really shows. I'm not really sure the word I'm looking for here, but it really can show you as a person by going and voicing yourself one-to-one -one with someone. And if we can get to that point to where everyone's comfortable and everyone feels like their voice is heard, then I think that would be a huge help in trying to bridge that gap that we're seeing right now. And that's again going back to that strategic planning committee. We were face to face. Yeah. Yes. You know, exactly. you see people as a human. You're not mm -hmm. behind a computer typing, but um, yeah, I think that's and I mean, I opportunities went, for that. Had a few mm -hmm. ideas of, you know, I haven't even brought this to any board members or anybody mm -hmm. yet. You know, I've only been on for a week and a half. Yeah. At the convention, listening to some other superintendents and stuff and how they have like they'll have like coffee with board members for the community mm -hmm. or for staff, you know. And I think just doing something like that to make yourself available right. would be a huge help. Right. Cuz have those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. To make yourself approachable. That's something we can look at as a district too, you know, to mm -hmm. be able to just from here in the office to help move, you know, facilitate that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I mean, it's a great yeah. idea. Like yeah. there's a few of well, I guess there's three of us that have kids in the district, so there's yeah. four that you know yeah. they don't have any kids so they might not be at a lot of events right. and just making yourself available to the public i think will be yeah one step in the right direction i think accessibility is a big deal right. like, and i think yeah. that people knowing that like we have set times or my door's always open or call me whenever you want mm -hmm. come and see me at an event whether that be community members and constituents or teachers yeah. to know like i'm willing to have a conversation with you and that yeah. sounds like a great idea so just yeah. tell me when and understand the why behind reasonings. You know, you guys aren't just going willy-nilly with stuff. There's reasons, so. Well, and I'm kind of glad you said that because I know that a lot of what you see in the board meeting is, is like a yes or no, this and that. Mm -hmm. There's, which it even getting on the board, there's so much more that goes on and so much more information behind the scenes that you don't see in the meeting that mm -hmm. really goes into effect 
of that decision. Right. And I think also as a board, we need to do a better job of kind of explaining the process mm -hmm. and having a little more in-depth discussion mm -hmm. on certain items, you know, yeah. and trying to explain both sides of it. I think that would also right. help. Bridge that gap. Yeah, yeah. makes and sense. people listen. That's a thing, too. Yeah. That's yeah. ways. So the unifying that you talked about earlier, about, like, unifying the community and stuff, you would agree that you also would love to unify the teachers in that process, right? I mean, like, make us all closer and better. Right? Yes. Yes, I believe that if we're going to succeed as a district and be the shining star that we want to be, mm -hmm. then we all have to be working together. Right. And I think with that, it comes down to you got to understand that, and everyone needs to understand it, that, you know, it's everyone's not going to be happy at the same time. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, just coming from the business end of the deal and dealing with people and people management a lot, that if someone is happy, completely happy, then you got someone on the other side that's going to be completely mad. They've no, they're not happy about any of it. And if you have everyone in the middle, then they might not be completely happy. They might not be totally just pissed off at the world. Mm -hmm. But they're all content with the direction we're in. And I think that's what we need to find, that yeah. happy medium right in between. Right. Well said. Well yeah. said. Thank you for that question. I know that was not the easiest one, yeah. but <laughs> this one's easy, I think. Um, you know we're going, Ed Miles and I have been attending lots of college career fairs yeah. to get new recruits, um, which we enjoy doing, and we've, um, yeah, it's been fun to do that, and it's fun to sell the district. So how, as you, as a board member, would you sell the district to a college student wanting to um, come here to work for us? Especially with so many surrounding districts that, you know, are solid districts, yeah. it'd be easy to, to pick them over us. What, what, yeah. what, what, well, I mean, I think, number one, we probably have the best retention and recruitment team in place right now. Um, so that's Thank number one. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> make us feel pretty good. You know, we try to make our guests feel good. This is it. Thank you. I mean, that's number one. My new favorite episode. Right? Yeah. 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 I'm trying to win people. you guys over too. Yeah. No, I mean, number one is the face of who you have out there mm -hmm. to get, because you have to get the people here to be able to even have a chance at recruiting them. Mm -hmm. And you guys have done an outstanding job at that. Aww. And I'll give you kudos. Thank you. Know, you. Thank you. You, you kind of. <laughs> We talked about it as a board goal, I think it was mm -hmm. in January, and this mm -hmm. kind of started, and you guys hit the ground running, and have yeah. done a fantastic mm -hmm. job. Thank you. And couldn't appreciate what you have done more. Ah, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> with that, we'll First, wrap up the episode. Yeah, that's yeah. it. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Leave on a high note. <laughs> Remember, if you want to listen to that, uh, you can find us on. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. <laughs> but no, personally, I mean, I came from a smaller district than Lansing, but when you think of Lansing, they are still a smaller district, mm -hmm. you know, and they do have that small town, hometown feel and a small hometown community feel. Mm -hmm. And that is a real bright spot for someone new looking to come in yeah. that when you're looking to the larger Olathe, Johnson County districts, you know, the real huge ones that I think we had a conversation before that, you know, you're just another, you might just be another teacher or another number down right. there. Mm -hmm. And just watching how things, watching teachers and staff since I've got on the board, you really do have that small town feel that when someone new walks in, I think they could honestly say that the first time they walk in that building, they're going to have someone that they can go to or someone's going to have their back. Mm 
because everyone in the building wants them to succeed mm -hmm. because they're all working toward the common goal of having successful students leave the district. Yeah. And you can see that just going to the activities, mm -hmm. you know, with the, the conferences for the kids, um, basketball games, football games. There's just so much support for everyone right. there yeah. that it really does, you know, it gives you the warm, fuzzy feeling. It does. does. I love how many teachers go to their students' games. Yeah, I was. There's, there's several a lot there. Go, yeah. yeah, just to watch their students, they just love it. Yeah, and you know, they that might community feeling. Yeah, they might not even be there to watch the game. They're there to watch the band. Exactly. Yeah. Or they're right. there to watch their students sing the national anthem. Yeah. But they'll it's stay so and support everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big, big selling point. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And we're close to bigger things. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. We're not out in the boonies like way. Yeah, yeah, know, we're not way out. We're yeah. close enough to Kansas City. You know, you can be to any of the restaurants. Anything mm -hmm. you want to do, you can be there in mm -hmm. 30 minutes, let's say. Yeah. yeah. Depending yeah. on how fast you drive. Right. <laughs> you know, I can get there in about 15. I would say I've already got a lead foot, so, you know. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, so we also like to ask our guests how they um, increase their knowledge, and that's one that's come up a lot of times in our podcast. So what are some ways, Jeff, that you have worked towards becoming a better board member in your first year in the role? So what are, what are things that you've done or gone to? Well, like Sharon said, I mean, we've had all the work sessions, and that has been an extreme help for learning the district. Um, and... As a whole, I mean, I went to the state convention in November and attended sessions down there, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought, I'm going to make sure I go to this every year because, you know, I really got some good information. And it was really good to see some of the other districts that may be having the same issues mm -hmm. or same problems because they would, other districts would put on that session. Mm -hmm. So you really got to see how they worked through it, the steps they took oh, to solve yeah. the problems. And I mean, it was a lot of the KASB sessions you can sign up for are really good. Um, and I went to the new board member training last year with KASB. And between that and the convention, those are the only two that I got to attend last year. Um, hopefully this year, I've took a different position at work, so I have a little bit more leeway on weekends and stuff. So I'm hoping to maybe broaden that Great. this year yeah. and attend a few more things, be a little bit more involved. Yeah. But I love that. I'm, um, I wouldn't be, I don't think it's a great or anything like that, but I wouldn't be as good as I've uh, got to become in this last year and a half here at Lansing if I didn't have people in my corner that I've been networking with out of district mm -hmm. that have been doing this longer than I have. Um, and uh, so I love that you're also kind of taking that, like, hey, how can I learn from other districts who have all probably already faced something that we faced? Yeah. It is helpful, isn't it, just to have hear somebody else like, hey, here's what we did, here's what we're facing, so it doesn't seem as if you're on an island and have to decide it on your own or figure it out on your own. Yeah, it really is good to know that it gives, like I said, it gives you that networking ability that, you know, if you have a problem, you know, well, I remember so-and-so talking about that. You can go to them because that was one thing with that. Everyone was there to try to help everyone be a better board member. Mm -hmm. right. And they made it clear, you know, and more than willing to give out contact information and, you know, feel free to reach out if you need anything. Yeah. And it's, it's been great. I so, bet. Yeah. 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 We had a... Um, 
kind of like what you were doing with KSB, I've been having a chance to go to district leadership meetings with uh, Greenbush, and there was a superintendent that said something recently that's really stuck out to me, and what he said was, um, it's whenever something's coming to, at you, whether it be as a board member, as a district, you know, a new issue, you know, typically that's what we're talking about, like something we have to overcome or a difficult scenario, whatever it is, it's not you, it's nothing you've done as a board or as a district per se, it's just your turn, <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's just your turn to face something. Yeah. And then now it's up to you to decide how to face the thing. So I love that you're having an opportunity to network with other people to see how they've done it to inform your decision. So that's great. Yeah. Okay, so our first episode was called This I Believe. So mm -hmm. Miles and I talked about the, our This I Believe statements. It's, we have a personal and a work one. Um, do you want to tell them what yours were? Yeah. Do you remember? Of course, yes, <laughs> I think. No, just kidding. I mean, I mean the personal one was, um, uh, but the professional one is always be open-minded and continue to be a learner. I remember that mm -hmm. one. The, the, I'd like to think my personal one <laughs> was probably on around being empathetic and kind and nice and fun. That was mine? Dang it, that's what I was going to uh, say. <laughs> what was my personal? I, I know my this, I believe, statement. Yeah, I think. Right, obviously. Shut up, Sharon. I just don't remember the exact. <laughs> so what was mine? I don't remember. I know mine. <laughs> what was your professional one? Um, celebrating one another. I think. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yes, I so will go kindness, back and check those. Yeah. But yes, it's yes okay. the personal one for me. It, it, you have the growth. What did, did you say? Growth mindset. Yes, that's what I said. Yes, about being a growth mindset kind of person. Yes, because you talked about your dad. Wow, I swear that I need to work on my memory, and it was. <laughs> I hope mine was celebrate one another. <laughs> for the record, it was authentic. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, long story, so, one, what would your this I believe statements be for your personal, and then maybe even for the board? I guess you know for. Okay. They could be the same. Yeah, they may very well be the same, but just yeah, and and you may have already kind of hit on it a little bit with some things you said. Well, I believe. I'm this. I guess would go personal and professional. Um, let's start with personal. I think personal, I believe that you should be your true self and show who you really are at all times. And I mean, I kind of, growing up, I was real close to my grandfather and he always told me, you know, don't, he always kind of helped, you know, don't be afraid to say what you think. And if you have a problem or a conflict, don't be afraid to get involved and be a solution and not part of the problem. Oh, I love that. And I think if we could all try to remember that, that we're all working toward a solution, and I use this as my personal one, so, you know, you kind of have to remember that as, in the fam as a family as well. Because as you hit problems, don't be afraid to say what you think and how you feel and come to a common goal for your children, for your family, for everyone. Um, and I think that can also roll over into the professional as well. Be yourself. Don't put on a fake persona to try to please someone. Because um, if you can truly be yourself, you're going to learn the, earn the respect of everyone. Mm -hmm. And with that, I want to throw communication in there. I believe that communication is a key mm -hmm. to success for anything. Um, especially with dealing with kids or people communication is key because you can't you have to you have to be able to listen for what you say to be heard mm -hmm. and if you can only do one of those then it's not it's not going to work out well yeah that is great we just kind of had a conversation mm -hmm. about this yeah we did talk about yeah that. 
being a good listener. Yeah. 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 I've, I've been trying to, I, I think I'm a solid listener for the most part. I, mm -hmm. I do a pretty good job validating, but I run into a problem, which I think a lot of us do, which is I already start formulating a response while the person is still speaking. So that's like one thing I'm trying to get better at is like dedicating and giving my entire attention mm -hmm. and then allowing myself to formulate the answer just so it doesn't seem as if I'm missing something or I'm making a decision before I've listened to all of it. So uh, I'm trying to be a little more introspective with that. So we had that conversation about connecting with people, mm -hmm. you know, and that's yeah. kind of a, it's how you can connect is you need to be able to listen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would completely agree with that. I mean, yeah. just from my, you know, 21 years in the business that I've been in that, if you don't give people the time to hear them out and to feel or hear their problems and you're already at your decision, then they feel like they're not being heard. And it's kind of the same situation we're running into now with some of the teachers and staff, but you have to provide a good environment to keep your help. And it all starts at, you know, being a good leader and letting everyone have their voice be heard. So well said, well said. So, um, if you're a regular listener, you know um, that we like to throw a few fun surprise mm -hmm. questions uh -oh. to choose from. So, so, yeah, we went through this. This was a this was a heavy yeah. episode of time. So, thank you very much for the great yeah. answers. Yeah. But now we're going to have some fun. Yes, I so. have fun picking the questions. Yes, <laughs> they're tailored for the guest. So these are your well, questions. So you so you get to, I was, I was yeah, yeah, they're changed. Yep, no, yeah, you can't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, surprise you, please. All right, go for um, it. Actually, I did carry one over from Dalen's because Dalen didn't choose this one and I wanted him to. Is it the first one? Yes. Okay. If you had to choose an actor to play you in a movie, who would it be? Okay, that's your first one. Second, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Third, what weapon would you choose in a zombie apocalypse? And question four, what's your favorite Rocky movie? <laughs> so if you're a Rocky fan, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. You have to answer that one too, but that's later. But which one of those three, the actor that would play you, uh, one superpower, what would it be and why, or weapon you would choose in a zombie apocalypse? I'm going to go with the first question. All right. Yes. That's what I, I yeah. wanted the okay, zombie question. Be, there it is. Okay, go ahead. Well... I know no one will probably agree with this. My wife doesn't even agree with it, but I hold on to it because it's all I have to hold on to. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> They're not an actor, but they are a musician. Ooh. So I would choose Kenny Chesney. I had one person say that, uh -huh. you know, I've been compared to looking like him like twice. Oh, okay. And I don't, I don't really see it, but maybe other people do. No, My wife doesn't see it, and no. that's why. But that's all <laughs> yeah. I have to hold on to. So I'm pulling up a picture of Kenny Chesney because I'm going to tell you yeah. right now, Kenny Chesney, cowboy hat on. Kenny Chesney could walk through this door. Yeah. And I take it you would faint, and I would be like, "Hey, what's up, pal? What do you, you need something?" So I don't know if I know much. Well, about I'm not him. necessarily saying that I'm a big fan of him. Oh, oh, I you mean, just think that you? I'm just okay. saying that's yeah. all I have to hold on to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> someone <laughs> thinks that I might, I might look a little bit like him. Ooh, I do kind You're of see. It. You're sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I can see it. Yes. Yes. You yeah, you got it. You got it. No. Right. Go ahead and answer your favorite Rocky movie because he's going to yes. ask Yes, thank you. you. Rocky? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of them. When I was a kid growing up, I was probably what? It's been a long time. What, what year was it? Rocky? 76 was the first one. Okay, Ooh, so gosh, this would have been probably. Than I thought I was that I yeah, knew that weird. right yeah. off. Yeah. It was probably yeah. been late 80s okay. when I got involved with Rocky. All right. Right when the fifth terrible one, I think, was coming. Continue. 
What's with this guy? I it's know. awful. Just now you don't have to put up with. That's you're, what it, you're ruining. You're ruining my, my memory. Yeah, leave him alone. Let him okay, talk. I apologize. I've been holding on to this, and I'm trying to ruin it. <laughs> I'm just trying to fix it. That's all it is. But continue. Continue. Yes. The only thing I wanted forever was a Rocky shirt. Okay. And I remember throwing the biggest fit as a kid <laughs> until someone would finally get me a Rocky shirt. And I wore that shirt forever. And I might be able to still find it. I need to ask my mom. She might have it in the And you said storage. late 80s? Look up the vintage But he shirts. was like my childhood Rocky was. hero. I wanted to be Rocky. Even was, after you saw five? I'm trying to tell you. I don't know if five made any difference in my decision. Good or bad. Oh. I fought and threw a fit forever. My parents would never get me the shirt. Some of those finally in school. May she rest in peace. My grandmother finally got me that shirt. Oh. And I was the yeah. happiest kid so in the sweet. whole school. I think that's a perfect way to wrap up this yeah. episode of my broadcast. As always, for more updates and stories on Lansing USD 469, you can visit us at www.usd469.net. And if you don't already have it, download the free Lansing USD 469 mobile app on Apple and Android. The app allows you to be the first one to know about all the fantastic things happening in our district, including snow days. Be the first to know about. Go ahead, say it. Uh, no, you I just took it. my thunder. <laughs> so just say it. Just say it. It's too late now. <laughs> I'll let you say cast box. Go ahead. Well, I just think that's a shame that you took away the snow day one since we're in January and it's closer to having a chance for a snow day. So we get of the all app. times, the point to is do get it. the app. Go ahead. Get the app. Get the app. Uh, we are, no, I'm not going to name all these. You're better at that than I am. Go. We are available on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. If you like our content, want to stay up to date on the latest episodes, please follow us wherever you're listening to us and leave a review to help others find us and more, learn more about our great district. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and cast box which by the way i'm not going to say anything about after the email i got from their attorneys and if you would like to be a guest on the podcast please send us an email at sharon.burns at usd469.net i think you just made our board president nervous that there's a lawsuit about cost don't box. worry no, there's no 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 cast box don't worry about it i mean their lawyer is not even I, there was like spelling errors in it so i don't even yeah think really okay an that's a wrap on number 11 number 11 yes number 11 Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye.